This is The Ziggler Show, episode 389, and today we hear directly from Zig. The focus is the health and successes we all want in life versus the realities of our circumstances, especially our work environment. The question to a degree is, can you truly succeed if your work is not rewarding and inspiring and further, can your work be successful and rewarding if you aren't truly able to care for people through it? Big questions. Zig gives us 15 minutes from the stage. Then we hone in on two focal points. what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. You cannot become what you need to be by remaining what you are. If you can't take a huge step to begin with, take as big a step as you can, but take it now. That's the key. Take it now. You can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Today's a brand new day, and it's yours. Welcome to The Ziggler Show, where we continue the legacy of Zig Ziggler, the world's foremost authority on the fuel for everything we pursue, motivation, inspiration, and a confident self-image. We apply that fuel to leadership, personal growth, sales, faith, family, and success. Our foundational purpose is to inspire true performance, and this is the goal of every show. I'm Kevin Miller, show host and devoted evangelist of inspiration. Tom Ziegler, Zig's son and the CEO of Ziegler, and I come to you every week to discuss Zig's teachings and bring you the absolute best of today's most inspirational leaders. We get down to the roots of what will absolutely expand human potential, your potential, to it. Today's show is brought to you in part by Amazon Kindle. Great spellers come from great readers. That's why Kindle is the proud presenting sponsor of the 2016 Scripps National Spelling Bee. Hey, a single purpose Kindle e-reader holds thousands of books, ensuring young readers always have a book with them. Features like WordWise support comprehension and vocabulary development while Kindle Free Time awards achievement badges for reaching reading milestones. To learn more about the way Kindle inspires a child's emerging love of reading, visit Amazon.com slash Kindle for Kids. So folks, you know, people spend routinely uh, up to 150 grand or more even on MBA degrees these days. I mean, it gives them teaching and training, of course, but a significant amount of the value comes with getting that piece of paper, right? That degree uh, that's expected or hope to ensure a good paying job. And the expectation is that the degree itself, that paper is a lot of what provides the credibility and, the, and therefore the opportunity. Well, folks, you can get some of the best success training in the world at a fraction of that cost, but it won't get you that paper. And a lot of folks are insecure without it. They want that proof and they want that uh, leverage, that door opening uh, piece of paper. And we know it has a lot of value in our culture. It's not a guarantee. And a lot of people put too much hope into it, but it does often provide something with that piece of paper. Well, hey, Ziegler Legacy Certification is the teaching and training course for the key success principles of Ziegler. You get taught them, then trained in teaching them. 
And here with Ziggler certification, you do get the credibility you desire. You literally become licensed and certified by Ziggler and can go forth with the Ziggler name and brand behind you. Further, you have the ongoing support of the Ziggler team. So nothing against formal MBA degrees at all, but many people come out with them and still lack the foundational necessities and the, the core skills needed for career and business success. Plus they have a dramatic amount of debt. So do yourself a favor, at least go check out ZieglerCertified.com. Learn more, and your best bet is to fill out the application and talk with someone on the Ziggler team to see if it's a right fit for you, the right timing for you. You're not going to get some big sales pitch. I mean, folks, you, you actually have to qualify to attend to begin with. So it's just a discussion to see if it is the right fit. You may get some great guidance towards a better fitting option. So check out the next date uh, that this is available at ZieglerCertified.com. Hey, folks, I, I recently announced a new show lineup answering your direct questions, you can go to ask.zigshow.com and type or text a question or speak it. And we may use it in the show. Here is an excerpt. I'm going to play for you just a quickie from the very first question that was submitted. One that Tom Ziegler and I will be addressing in the first Q and a show. Hey, Tom and Kevin, thanks for taking my message or call. Um, And hello to everyone out there listening. My name is Jamie. I am 34 years old, happily married for 13 years. I have uh, four kids ranging from 13 to two years old. My call or topic today that I want to touch on is my work life. I, to put it out there, I am miserable. I have been with my employer now for 11 years. Yes, I said it, 11 years. And the last two years, I have, guys, I've fallen victim to becoming comfortable or complacent with my employer. Uh, basically, I am putting in what I'm giving out. I, I'm not doing any extra. I do the bare minimum, just enough. To get- well, folks, there you go. There's just a quick excerpt that was sent in. And uh, interestingly, it coincides really well with what we're about to dive into with today's show. Uh, so again, you can go ask your own question now at ask.zigshow.com. Again, this is a brand new show we're going to be bringing you guys. Okay, well now to bring you Zig, uh, as I mentioned before, this is an almost 15 minute clip, a little longer than normal. We're going to listen in and then pull out a couple things to delve a little bit deeper into. Here we go. Now let's look as we've talked about in an earlier session, what is it that everybody wants? Everybody wants to be happy. They want to be healthy. They want to be at least reasonably prosperous. And I know some of you folks want to be unreasonably prosperous and that's okay. I've had money and I haven't had money. And overall it's, it's, it's better to have it. Okay. Now they want to be secure. They want to have friends. They want to have peace of mind. They want to have good family relationships and they want to have the hope that the future is going to be better, then obviously they want to love and they want to be loved. Now think with me for a moment as we get into this. Let's assume just for a moment that the employer gives them interesting work. Now it's true, you can't always make every job interesting, but let me ask you a question. If the job itself is not interesting, but you've created an an environment of respect and consideration, and if in fact you have made them feel that they were important, 
When you show respect and loyalty, then you make the employee happy and they're willing to do the work that maybe is not quite so interesting. You don't have to like everything about your job to be successful in it. Incredibly enough, as much as I love what I do, there are some elements of it sometimes that that even I don't enjoy. But look at it now. Suppose we let them know they were appreciated. That's the second thing on their list they wanted. And the feeling of being in on things. In other words, don't depend on the grapevine. Now suppose the first three things apply. Think with me. Don't you really believe that would make them happier? And as a result of that, don't you think they would also be healthier? Remember what Dr. Orney said earlier? Doesn't it make sense then that they would be more productive and you could give them that raise and make them uh, more prosperous? Don't you know they'd have a feeling of security if you were to call them in periodically, not on uh, every Thursday afternoon at 3 o'clock, but call them in and talk with them just for a moment. Let them know they were appreciated. They'll feel secure. Don't you know as a result of that attitude that have more friends and greater peace of mind? And don't you know that uh, their family relationships, how many of you recognize that when you've had a tough day on the job, you get home, you might be a little more difficult to live with. Can I see your hands, please? And you've had a wonderful day on the job and you get home, man, you're just excited and so enthused. Men alive, I mean, you're excited about it. So, you know, one of the things that amused me a few years ago when President Bush and Bill Clinton and Ross Perot were debating family values and they never could identify them, you know why they couldn't? There's no such thing as family values. The reason I say that, the qualities that make you a good husband, a good wife, or a good parent will also make you a good employee, a good neighbor, a good friend because you take every bit of you wherever you are. It's on the job. What happens at home affects what happens on the job. What happens on the job affects you when you get home. Now, if all of these things happen and the employee has that peace of mind and better family relationships and the hope that the future is going to be better, doesn't it make sense that the company itself will have, in fact, a prosperous and a growing business? Where does all of this work? Does it work in athletics? Well, I got to tell you folks, it works in athletics too. We have a young man here this evening with us. His name is D.W. Rutledge. He teaches our coaches football down in Judson, Converse Judson, you know, close to San Antonio, part of the Metroplex there. If you're familiar with 5A football, you know something of their record down there. Teaching all of these principles we've been talking about In 1983, when he was the uh, defensive coordinator, they won the 5A state championship. Next year, he was the head coach there, and they won the 5A state championship. Since 1990, they have won the state championship three times, and they finished runner-up three times. He has a record, I believe, of 174 victories, 25 losses, and 5 ties. Now, when uh, when you start looking at how on earth does does a man in Texas football, now I know there's a certain amount of pride in what I'm going to say. You know, I was raised over in East Texas, better known as Mississippi. (laughs) And... uh, And my mama used to say to me, son, don't ever ask anybody where they're from. She said, if they're from Texas, they'll tell you. (laughs) 
And she said, if they're not, why would you embarrass them by asking? Uh, you know, so yes, there is a, a certain amount of state pride involved here. But the reality is that uh, football in Texas is big time and 5A football, the best of the best. When you think of that kind of a one-loss record, when you think of that kind of state championship and runner-up in that period of time, there's got to be a lot to it. Well, the reason is Coach Rutledge teaches boys in football, teaches about X's and O's and all of that stuff. But along with his good friend, best friend actually, Dennis Parker, what he does is he teaches coaching that changes lives, preparing them to, to win the game. But more importantly, to be prepared for life. The whole philosophy we're talking about all the way through strategies for success involves all of the factors that we're talking about. And winning relationships is certainly one of those things. Now, let me uh, say that the key ingredient when you get down to the final line, the key ingredient is love. Pure and simple. You've got to love people. Now, that is what we're commanded to do. So I want to close this segment with a love story. Some of you probably have already gathered that I kind of like to play golf. As a matter of fact, there's nothing I enjoy any more than getting out on that golf course and teeing that little white sucker up there and uh, rearing back. And I don't get to play very often, so when I do, I get after it. I rear back and I bust that dude as far as I can hit it. Boom! Then if I can find it, I hit it again. <laughs> well, our, uh, our son came along 10 years after our uh, youngest daughter, and the time he came along, uh, you know, I was traveling a whole lot. And uh, so I hated to come home and uh, kiss the wife and son goodbye. The daughters were already out of the house and, and go play golf. But I love to play golf. And so I came up with an absolutely brilliant idea. I bought my wife and my son a set of golf clubs. They're, everybody's excited about it except my wife and my son. <laughs> But they went along with me, uh, you know, for a few games. And uh, after about a half a dozen games, the redhead said, Honey, said, I just don't like to play golf. It's too hot or it's too cold or it's too wet or it's too dry. It's too windy. It's too something. Just count me out. Well, that went golf buddy number one. But she said, Now, you and Tom need to keep playing because he likes to spend time with you and you like to spend time with him. So y'all be about it. Well, by the end of the summer, my boy said, Dad said, I don't hardly know how to tell you this. <laughs> said, because I know how good you like to play golf and, uh, and, I, and, you, know, and you like to be with me. And, and Dad, I like to be with you too, but, but, but Dad, I just don't like to play golf. Now I'll go fishing with you, I'll wrestle with you, I'll throw the football with you, I'll do all these things with you, but, but Dad, I just don't like to play golf. So there went golf buddy number two. Well, for the next couple of years, I didn't have much golf in my life. And then one night, we went out to dinner. My sticks were in the trunk of the car. We rode past the uh, driving range, the old Dal Rich driving range over here on North Central Expressway. And all of a sudden, my son said, Dad, let's stop and hit a few. Well, my boy's a smooth talker. <laughs> so we stopped to hit a few. 
We've been here in a couple of minutes. He said, Dad, let me borrow one of your woods. And so I gave him my four wood, and he reared back, and he busted that sucker about 40 yards further than he'd ever hit a golf ball before in his life. Now, when he turned around, that smile on his face clearly said, Ziggler, you got yourself a golfing buddy now. (laughs) Ah, the second most beautiful smile I've ever seen on that boy's face. It really was. Now... The most beautiful one was a couple of days later. We were out of the club. We were on a par four. He took that four wood and he reared back and he busted that sucker right down the middle. Had a little draw on it. Hit the ground running like a scared rabbit. Stopped dead center. Perfect position right in the middle of the fairway. Get down there and he takes his five iron and just like you see the pros do, uh, he kept his head down, smooth stroked it. That sucker took off, landed as soft as a butterfly with sore feet on that green. He's about 40 feet from the pen. He's hunting his bird. Now, if you're not a golfer, that means if he sinks a putt, he's one under par on this hole. If you don't know what that means, it means he done good. Okay? <laughs> so I, I showed him how to line up, you know, and I showed him how to stroke it. And uh, just like that ball had eyes, it went straight to the bottom of that cup. When that ball hit the bottom of that cup, that boy jumped straight up in there about six feet. Still beat me to the ground by four seconds. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're talking about excitement. This was, a, as he would say today, a time of great rejoicing. I grabbed that boy and hugged him. We did a victory dance there for a couple of minutes. And all of a sudden, it occurred to me that I had a problem. I was on the green in two also. I was only about eight or ten feet from the pen. I was hunting my bird. Now, I knew if I missed it, he had figured I'd done it on purpose so he could win. That would have given him a cheap victory, which in the final analysis is quite a loss. So I determined that I was going to do the very best I possibly could so that if I did miss it, then I could honestly say, son, you want it fair and square. Now, my best effort always includes a little providential hip, which I believe is perfectly legitimate, (laughs) even on the golf course, maybe especially on the golf course. Well, anyhow, I lined it up. Just like the ball had eyes, it went straight to the bottom of that cup. I had my bird. Now, before I reached down to pick it up, I looked at my son and I said, Now, son, tell me the truth. Were you pulling for dad? Now, I think you know what it would have meant had I missed. He's 11 years old. He'd never beaten me in a hole of golf. It would have meant an awful lot. And yet calmly but firmly, Without any hesitation, my boy looked at me and he said, Dad, I always pull for you. Folks, that's love. That's pure love. That's what we need more of in Dallas, Texas, Seattle, Washington, Brooklyn, New York, Miami, Florida. It's what we need in every home, in every county, in every state in this union. It's what we need in every organization where when we're dealing, whether it's a salesperson selling or whether it's a manager trying to guide and instruct the individual, whether it's a husband and wife relationship, whatever the relationship is, and and we're trying to persuade them to do something. If we can honestly and legitimately pull for them to take the action that we're encouraging them to do, And we're encouraging them to take the action because it's in their best interest. That instant you become more professional, more proficient, more effective, more of a genuine, loving, 
caring human being. Because somebody else said it long ago and said it so well. People don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care about them. There is the difference. Treat your husband, your wife, your child, your employee this way. You'll be amazed at what it does to the relationship and how that will impact every area of your life. Buy these ideas. Follow through on these. Because if you do, I close as I always close by saying, if you'll do these things, I will see you. And yes, I really do mean you. Not just at the top. Hey, I'm going to see you over the top. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much. Okay, folks, so we're going to briefly hit on two main aspects from Zig's talk right there, two areas for us all to sincerely consider. Before we do, I want to again recognize today's primary show sponsor, Amazon Kindle. So I have seven kids, and we've never had a regular TV being broadcast into our home. The result, my kids read voraciously the learning and discovery and imagination and flat, flat out intellect that they receive from reading is unprecedented. So I'm, I'm a big fan of Kindle. So a Kindle e-readers, it's just a great way to encourage a child's emerging love for reading, especially as they begin to read chapter books independently. The lightweight Kindle e-reader is a perfect thing for young readers. Kids can bring thousands of books with them wherever they go. You don't have to worry about weighing down their backpack, or in my case, uh, they lose it somewhere, leave it sitting around somewhere. A single-purpose Kindle e-reader is designed for reading only and means zero distractions for kids, which is great. No videos games or apps. Kindle also supports comprehension and vocabulary development. Words looked up on Kindle are automatically turned into flashcards for future reviewing and learning uh, with WordWise, short and simple definitions automatically appear above difficult words to improve comprehension. And with Kindle free time, parents can create personalized profiles for kids and give kids access to titles from parents' collections of books. A progress report keeps parents updated on their child's reading habits. So learn more about the ways Kindle can inspire your kids' love of reading by visiting Amazon.com slash Kindle for Kids. And that's amazon.com slash Kindle for kids. So Zig leads off with what is it that everybody wants? And he gives us a quick list. It's I think worth going over. He says, everybody wants to be happy, healthy, reasonably or unreasonably prosperous, secure, have friends, peace of mind, good family relationships, hope that the future is going to be better. They want to be Uh, loved and they want to love. And then he leads into talking about the workplace. Uh, An essence of his message is saying who we are and how successful we are in, in those above areas of life bleeds into all that we do. But there's a bit of a chicken and egg in the discussion here of work life and home life. I mean, if things are rough at home, we'll bring a handicap into our work. Of course, if things are rough at work, we'll bring that handicap into our home. But to the reality that Zig started off talking about our work life, there is relevance to the fact that most people spend more time at work than at home. 
And when you spend eight hours or more for a lot of folks in an environment every day that taxes your health and joy negatively, that you're not connected with, it doesn't have meaning for you. It's very hard to overcome. I mean, as a culture, we have often come to expect that work is a necessary evil and we expect it to be a pain, right? We're we're just doing what we have to do to get a paycheck. But I mean, folks, we are kidding ourselves to think that we can spend the majority of our day doing something that does not connect with us uh, truly. That doesn't, I want to say inspire us, but I mean, just connection that that there's not a personal buy-in. Uh, We can't spend the majority of our day doing something that that doesn't connect with us, that we don't believe in and hope to ever reach our true performance in our life overall. Again, going back to Zig's list of the things that we all truly want. I mean, doing work that you really believe in and have some passion for is admittedly a soapbox of mine, folks. Uh, Now, I'm not a believer, just for the record, in the old cliche of, you know, find the work you love. You'll never work a day in your life. I think that's downright stupid. I mean, any work worth doing will be hard and you won't love every part of it. Just as Zig mentioned, uh, I mean, geez, one of the things that I, a joyful, fulfilling work is doing these shows, writing them, uh, doing them here as I am in the studio. I mean, I, I love it. It's a fulfillment. I, I would do it in an essence for free. However, it's also hard work. And sometimes I'll sit there and pitter away at different things and different distractions because to do it, I have to sit down and work hard and think deeply. I mean, it is work, but I do believe and have experienced personally and with uh, over a thousand other folks, literally, if you find work that matters to you, you'll, you'll be inspired every day. That'll help you lead a vibrant, inspired, successful life. So a quick story on that. It was about a decade ago when, uh, maybe not quite that long, but almost a decade ago when I realized uh, something kept happening. I had people time and time again ask me out for coffee or lunch or we'd be at dinner together. And as I'm fond of digging into just asking people about themselves, finding out their interests and their their well-being, I start hearing a story of how they are often, so often, not well. They all feel they should be grateful that they have work, but they're admittedly struggling with spending their days going through the motions of life. But in a work scenario, mainly working for a paycheck, they know they don't care a whole lot about it. There's often things that they don't like, maybe significant things. Uh, you know, obviously some people it's, it's horrendous, but a lot of folks, it was, it's okay. It's just okay. But the days go by, the months go by, the years go by, the decade goes by and really that that's it. And they are starting to feel numb or just disconnected, or they're living for the end of the day or the weekend where they can do something they care about, or on a bad side, they're actually dealing with depression and they're medicating with different types of addiction. And and I know that sounds big, but whether that addiction is uh, something that we put in that category, you know, drugs and alcohol or or whatever it may be, uh, a lot of times it's just entertainment, escape, uh, food, whatever. I mean, so there's different ends of this, but it's such a, uh, it's happening at a greater and greater rate all the time. So this is what happened so often. This still does today, but it was during this time period that it came to light for me that, oh my gosh, this is a big deal. And what, what I would end up doing is I'd start poking and prodding for what people did enjoy doing, where they did find joy and excitement and inspiration and interest. Uh, maybe it was often that thing that they were doing on the side or going back to what is it that they uh, once upon a time thought they would be involved with or thought was interesting. 
And so often, I, the vast majority of the time, we would come to, people did, they could, it might take a little bit of work, a little bit of discussion, but they would come to relevant ideas, relevant things that they would love to be doing. They'd love to be employed in. Well, I grew up in looking at everything. I was gratefully raised as opportunities everywhere. And now it may not be a lot of times they would have this one idea, this one thought, this one area of interest, but they only saw it happening in a certain way and they couldn't see the possibility. Well, that's what you seek counsel for the, There's, there's beauty and glory and wisdom and a multitude of counsel. Uh, and, uh, so we get talking about it and it was pretty quick. And this just happened to be in a knack, uh, area that I had, of looking at what are some other ways that they could be involved in this? What are some other opportunities, some other platforms, some other paths to being engaged in that? And it would just light people up. Well, at that time, as self-employment is all I've ever known, that's what led me to launching Free Agent Academy. And I spent six years devoted to helping people, to walking with people who wanted to transition from traditional employment to self-employment, though in the in reality, Self-employment wasn't the point, and that's somewhat of uh, where my own evolution came from in, in realizing, you know, it's not, even myself, it's not that I thought self-employment was the end all, the holy grail. It's getting people to go after something that they care about, something that fits them, and whether that's self-employment or whether that's traditional employment, it's not the point. It's getting yourself engaged in and behind work that matters to you. Uh, work that fits where you can provide a product or service you believe will benefit people and then, in, and then helping to provide it to them, you are able to care well for them. That's where we find true purpose is in the service to other people. So these are the discussions I get to have with my kids. Now, my oldest is just about to turn 21 and to look at it and go, look, you're going to, you're going to do something. I mean, he has been going to college now, but you know, you're going to do something to provide for yourself. The world's your oyster right now. Do you want to go into something that will just provide a paycheck or do you want to find something that will provide a paycheck and you really enjoy? Well, it's a stupid question, but it's amazing how often we don't do this. We even get kids going into college, getting degrees in areas that it hasn't been discerned whether or not that's really fitting for them. Now they're stuck in it. They've got a big student loan and they only have this one core, this one competency. And then they go into something that does not fit them well. And it's tragic to see that. And that's where we find a lot of people stuck or seemingly stuck. It's a lot harder to get them out of there. So obviously uh, it's a gift with my kids to work with them on the areas that to the best that we can figure out, you know, and it takes a process that fit them and have them go pursuing those. Now we also know that's where most wealth happens is when you go into something that you have gotten the skill, the talent, the abilities for that you also enjoy. That's where the majority of our wealth in the world today is. So whether or not you would just like to have joy and fulfillment and inspiration in your life, or whether you would like to make as much money as possible, both of them lead to the same thing, being engaged in work that you care about beyond the paycheck. And, and honestly, and this is going to sound uh, overboard. And again, I'm going to preface it with, I'm not all in to just find something you're passionate about. So find something that you have fun and find something that fits you. Find something that you may be convicted and burdened about that you work out, but you care at it. Uh, we, when you, when you do that, uh, I want to work for something at something that I would in essence do for free. Now I love getting paid well for it, but something that I would do for free. Well, hey, so on this aspect of what Zig's talking about, this leads into then the second and final point uh, that I'm drawing out 
from Zig's talk today. I want to take a quick pause to recognize another sponsor of today's show, Concur. Concur provides cloud-based travel, expense, and invoice services for business. If you're a business leader with employees, tracking expenses can be more than a chore. Concur lets employees create, submit, and approve expenses, plus manage invoices from any device anywhere in the world. Here's how it works. Concur Travel lets employees book travel on any site and also stay in within company travel and expense policy. Concur Expense. Automated expense reporting. It allows your employees to create an expense by taking a picture of their receipt and it automatically gets added to their expense report. For a finance leader, this provides you with more accurate data to manage company spending. Concur Invoice, it captures invoices electronically, whether received via paper, fax, or email, then automatically routes and manages approvals. Concur gives you accurate, consolidated spending data instantly, giving you the visibility and insight to drive cost savings. You'll also get happier employees, more productivity, and the data you need, all leading to a healthier bottom line. Expense, travel, invoice. Learn more at concur.com slash Ziggler. That's C-O-N-C-U-R dot com slash Ziggler. And by the way, folks, the segment of Ziggs that we are pulling from comes, it's on winning relationships, uh, that they are the heart of success. And that comes from his strategies for success blueprint for achievement. Now folks, uh, that is a series that has, we've not been able to have available for a while. They're repackaging it. However, as of right now at Ziggler.com, if you go click on the online store and it'll give you a drop down and you can choose MP3, you will find it right there. I think it's in the second row. It's about the six or so item on there. Strategies for success, blueprint for achievement. You can buy that and get the MP3s immediately. It's the most profound collection, I believe, of Zig's core material. Well, so in this story, Zig tells a story uh, of playing golf with Tom Ziegler, uh, competing with him and Tom stating, dad, I'm always pulling for you. Uh, An example of love. Well, Zig goes on to focus on that love. And he comes back to talking about the workplace. So how many of you listening equate the word love with your work? And now it doesn't have to mean loving every tasks so much even, but loving the people you work with and work for and the customers you provide a, a product or service to. And now don't get off track there either. However you frame love. And if you don't connect with truly loving the people you work with or your customers in that way, I mean, the essence is still extending loving care to them. Think of it that way. Care for them personally. That surpasses the work itself. We can all do this while making plenty of money. I am happy as I just did there to talk about success strategies, blueprint for achievement. Go buy that, go buy it, spend your money. I am absolutely honored and shameless and saying, yeah, go spend your money for that. It will benefit you. It goes back to one of my favorite quotes with Zig. I was just interviewed recently for a podcast and they asked me what my fa- one of my favorite quotes, and I, and I said, it's one of Ziggler's and it is, if you have a product or service, you know, can benefit somebody. It's your moral obligation to sell it. And this stuff, getting success strategies or strategies for success, that's a benefit uh, to you. I am loving you. I am caring about you, the listener right now by saying, I believe that will help your life be better. Absolutely. It, I, enough that I, I, would, I would pay for you to go listen to it, but I'm not going to. You need to pay for it. One, we're a business, but two, you need to so that you're invested in it. But you get the point here, folks. 
Uh, and I'm here talking to you now because I, I believe in this message. I mean, I'm working in my core skills and talents and I get paid. It's truly an aspect of having your cake and eating it too, but it is still hard work. So let me, let me put this out there too, though, folks, when we talk about this and you can hear my passion in, uh, uh, employing you to go work at something that you care truly about when you need money to survive, you do whatever it takes to get employment, to put food on the table. But that's what, and that is valiant. It truly is valiant. I don't want to put that down at all, but that's what it is. It is survival. It's something that should be done for a short time or a brief season. We've gotten to a place in our culture where people do whatever, you know, finds an opportunity, something that'll pay and end up doing that for a long time, forever. And it doesn't add up. The fruit of that is not good. So while you are doing that, you've got to be doing even more and working for that opportunity, that work that truly matters to you, that you can really put yourself behind. It's the only way you're ever going to be at peak performance. It's the only way you're going to find fulfillment. You're going to find joy and then therefore give that joy and that fulfillment to other people, impart it to them. So it's the best thing for you. It's the best thing for others. This isn't just a narcissistic pursuit here. I mean, it's the only way you're going to be fully inspired and being fully inspired is the only way you can inspire someone else. And so whether that's your spouse, your kid, your friends, your coworkers, your, your clients, whoever it is, it's the only way to be able to come home with true joy is to have it in your work. Again, I'm going to keep prefacing it though, because this has a lot of baggage with it. As people talk about it, I said, true joy. I didn't say happiness all the time. I didn't say fun. It's a true joy, which comes from doing fulfilling work. And again, it is though the absolute best bet for achieving true wealth. If whether or not that is your focus or not financially, that's the best way to find that as well. Uh, and I'm talking about, uh, not just the wealth of being overall, I'm talking about cash as well. I mean, we must be in a position to pull for others in the workplace, just like Tom Ziegler said to his dad, I'm always pulling for you, dad. Wouldn't you love to be in an environment where you feel that way with those you work with, those you work for, those you're providing a product or service to. So it goes to Zig's prominent quote. You got to be the right person before you can do the right things. You've got to do the right things before you can have what, what that is what you need to write down. I don't know what your, what is, I mean, what do you want and need and feel called to? What are your goals? Only you can say, but this here is what we're talking about is the formula to achieving them. We're talking about creating a, a car and a path to get to the destination that you want to get to. And your destination is yours, not defined by anybody else, but you. So he's again, coming back to love, which is care, which is purpose, which is fulfillment and joy. So if you hear this message and desire to pursue it, get some help. And again, I'm, we're a business. I'm shameless in promoting what we do. Go to Ziggler.com uh, and look. They have some of the life-changing programs. There's a navigation top at the, up at the top, navigation and a tab up at the top, life-changing programs. Ziggler certified is dramatic. Uh, if it's too big for a, a commitment for you right now, the next in the drop-down box is Live to Win. That's an exceptional place to get involved with Tom Ziggler himself. Uh, or go now to ask.zigshow.com and ask a question or concern or idea or frustration in regards to all we've been going over today. Get some direct feedback. I would love to uh, come together with Tom and give you our best in regards to your best question or your most pressing question. Ask.zigshow.com. 
Well, folks, thank you for tuning in. I hope that Zig's talk inspired you and got you to thinking and maybe even stepped on your toes some, gave you some discomfort. That is great. Uh, Not a whole lot happens when we're just comfortable. It's a great way to rejuvenate, but it's not where we want to stay. So thank you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being with me to inspire our true performance together. I look forward to being with you in the next Ziggler Show. Ziggler Show.